know I'm gonna do it. You know it's I'm my favorite part of the whole thing. <laughs> Welcome back to Tangent Land. I'm your host, Brendan Thomas Farrington Lorello. And with me today, I have, you're not gonna believe this, but I have a really special guest. His name is Ben. And we actually, well, first of all, why don't you put your hands together in your respective spaces for Ben? Let's hear it. Come on. Wow. Wow. Thanks, everyone. That means a lot. That was probably one of the biggest in- applauses I've heard. Yeah. In a long time. Probably since last episode. Yeah. Which is like a week. Right. So Ben is is special to me because we actually have the same initials. Our partners have the same name. I think there's more than that, isn't there? Um, we're both... We both been on tangent land. Right. As yeah. of this playing... Per se. As of today. And we have the same birthday. So I don't know a lot about Juju, but sounds like we have some of it. Uh, a lot. Yeah. At least three Jujus. Yeah. For each of the things that I had mentioned one, that yeah, were similar about us. I think you get one Juju per similarity. Right. Statistically speaking. Please speak statistically. I will. What they typically say is, if you're in a room with 30 people, the chances that someone has the same birthday are like 100% or something like that. I don't know the exact thing. I'm not going to act like I do. Does it sound like I act like I know what I'm talking about? You're, right you're being a little pompous. Okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tone that down a little bit. So I'm not exactly sure, but it's something along those lines that two people in this, if there's 30 people in the same room, two of them will have the same birthday. Right now? It's just Ben and I in the same room, and oh. we are, we have the same birthday, so, I mean... I mean, that holds true. I it mean, does. This just shows no. that it's true, even if you don't have... Even if there's people. only two people in one room, that it's 100% chance that they're going to have the same birthday. Right. It's kind of a fun little experiment that we just did. So cool. This week, I had the pleasure of having internet problems. It was all my pleasure. Wow. So I had to have the internet company come over to figure it out. The person that came here was very nice, very pleasant. He arrived an hour and a half late, not his fault. He was packed for the day. Might be his fault. Yeah, it could have been his fault. I hadn't thought about that. Yep. It's hard to know, though. I didn't ask. Yeah, it would be kind of rude. Right. He was here for four hours. He was here so long that Kathleen, the girl I date, made bagels, like homemade bagels, um, and gave him one. Gluten-free? No. no. Oh, so you couldn't have any? No, I didn't have any, which is fine. It's fine. Eh. I'm over it. He was here so long, we had to just go to our dinner reservations, and he was just kind of working outside. An hour and a half into dinner, I get a voicemail from him um, that says, hey, I just finished. It's like 9 o'clock at night. Hey, I just finished. Um, I replaced everything. I've done everything I can do. It just sounded like he was at wit's end. I've done everything I could possibly do, Brendan. And he said, I think I fixed the problem, but I'm not sure. Anyways, I hope you have a good life, and uh, thank you for the bagel. Bye-bye. Wow. I mean, that's pretty nice. It was really nice. Probably wasn't his fault that he was late earlier, if he's that nice. No, no, it definitely wasn't his fault. That's not something that a nice per- a nice person would no. be late. Now that I know him better, right. it's, yeah, not likely. I have experience with bad internet. Really? For the last three years. Three years you've been dealing with this? At my last apartment. Oh, Megabytes per second, five. Five? Yep. I mean, that's basically zero. Yeah, I mean, it's enough to watch a show and have it buffer every five to ten minutes, which is what I got very used to. 
But now I have my own Wi-Fi, and I have 580 megabytes. Wow, not to brag. Per second. Yeah, well, I'm trying to brag. I want people to be impressed. So, Well, that's something we don't have in common. You have really good internet, and I don't. You might now. If you're new here, this podcast is called uh, Tangent Land with a capital T, I think. I, I wouldn't have done uh, I would know. It's a proper was. noun. Is that a noun? Person, place, or thing. It's a, a thing. Isn't it person, place, or thing, or podcast name? Right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Did I not say that? Uh, maybe I'll have to listen back. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to listen back and see uh, if you actually had said that or not. So, yeah. So, the, the name of the podcast is Tangent Land. And what we do on this podcast is we go on tangents. We use a random word generator to generate random words. And then we use those words as jumping off points for hypotheticals, random conversations. Your brain needs something to pull stories and, and information from your brain. Because if we didn't have random words to jump off from, Ben and I would just be talking about Wi-Fi this whole podcast, which would be a super relatable podcast, but you might get bored of it after a while. Or we'd just sit in silence. Right. But, but some people might like that. I don't know. You could just call it a sleep podcast episode for relaxation. New word. Fountain. Hmm. Water fountain? Of course. I mean, what other fountain Duh. is there? Oh, there's a fountain that you throw the pennies in? Mm-hmm. Or quarters. Chocolate fountain. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen one in real life. I don't think I've either. I've never been invited somewhere where there would be that there. Yeah, that's pretty fancy. I mean, I have plenty of connections. It just... My connection. You always turn it down when they ask, hey, do you want to go to this chocolate fountain event? No, I'm busy. I think I'm busy that day. I can't really... I think I would get nervous around a chocolate fountain because I would be, I'd feel the urge to throw a penny in it. Yeah, I wonder... There might be a bunch of pennies in those and you just can't see them. Maybe that's why they have chocolate coins. Oh my God. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense now. Like, do you just yeah. go and like dip a cup in? Or do you, do you, no, is it like, I bet your... there's little skewers and you get a strawberry and you just stick it in or else you get it all over your fingers. But I bet there's sticks. I'm, this is all hypothetical. I, sure, sure. I've never experienced it. So. Sure. So it's just like making your own food, basically. They give you, it's basically like being at a barbecue where you have to grill your own. Yeah, it's part of the experience. I think there's cheese fountains, too. Really? <laughs> Maybe not. But, yeah, no, I think so. Like a queso or just like the the melty nacho cheese. Like dip your chips in. Yeah. To make nacho. nachos. That'd be a serious event if there's a nacho cheese fountain and a chocolate fountain. Oh, yeah. It's like, which one do I dip my chip in? I'm going to come up with a couple different foods, and you tell me whether you dip it in the cheese fountain or the chocolate fountain. You can only choose one. Uh, that's what I was going to And ask. it's on a stick. Okay, that changes a lot. Bread. Cheese. Raisins. Cheese. You got to make them better or something. Right. Can I think of some for you? Yeah. Yeah, you can do some for me. An ice cube. Ooh. Cheese, for sure. I feel like that would bring out the notes of the cube. Right. The hydrogen. New word. Rule. Rule. I was always a rule follower growing up. Not to brag, but I just, I always followed the rules. I always thought like it was the right thing to do, you know? I never wanted to break the rules. It is. It is the right thing to do. I mean, I'd put my elbows on the table, but. Is that a rule, though? It's not really a rule. I if, mean, if it's not written, unless there's a sign that says no elbows on the table, like at dinner or something, then that's, that's breaking a rule, and that's probably not cool. We didn't have those signs at home, though. Right, so it's fine. Yeah. Were you a rule follower? For the most part. 
trying to think of some rules I, I broke. There was the art class where there's the bowl of fruit and you aren't supposed to touch it. Yeah, because so you're supposed to paint it. You're supposed to paint it. And if you move it, it'll ruin it for the next class that had already painted half of it. So when they come back, the fruit has to be in the same spot or else it's going to ruin their picture. And they're like, why is there, why are there grapes where my apple was? Right. Yeah, so we did, we touched it. I don't remember what the punishment was, but I got in trouble. Were you hungry? Like, did you think it was real food or? Maybe. It's possible. I just don't want to believe that you would ever do something that malicious. You're just kind of like a friend of mine, like a good friend that I try. I just. I don't want you to think of me as a bad person now. No, I don't think. No, no. I don't think of you as a bad, like a bad person. I just like, Mm. like you wouldn't touch my fruit. It's that. Well, next word. New word. Flat. Flat paper. Wait, flat paper? Is that a specific kind of? Yeah. As opposed to. Uh, the 3D, like origami. Oh, okay. I wouldn't call I gotcha. flat. I would say that's more three-dimensional. Girthy. Yeah, right. But I, I think flat paper is probably my favorite kind. You like it flat because you can like write on it and stuff? Yeah, yeah more easily. Most useful. Yeah, I because I didn't realize that when I asked for paper, I really should be saying, like, can I have a flat piece of paper? I usually just, just assume that people know what kind of paper I want. But Do you ever make those uh, paper poppers that you fold i can make one right now for the audience um, can you make one yeah you, have you ever seen those and then you you hold on to it and you like chuck it and it makes a really loud popping noise i have never seen or even heard of that. i thought you were gonna say paper airplane which i was like oh yeah paper airplane i know that yeah not no next level do you have a flat piece of paper i'm glad you clarified i think i do we're going to do a first here. Uh, we're going to do a, um, a live demonstration. Just listen. Listen to the folds. Yeah, you could tell. You can tell how it's folded by just listening to the pitches. I know that everyone at home can't see it, um, but I'm just going to do some commentary while Ben folds the paper. So he's folding it. Uh, he's already he's folding it a couple times. He's creasing it. He's creasing the folds. I, I already don't remember. He's saying that he doesn't remember what to do anymore he's not sounding very confident but he continues to fold okay here he goes all right he has finished folding it and now he's going to looks like he's going to flick the wrist a little bit down and make the paper popping sounds let's hear it i think that was it i hope you all enjoyed that demo now you can impress your friends at the next party by asking for a flat piece of paper and following those directions very closely that was really cool. This is the first time we've had a a demonstrate a live demonstration. So that was awesome. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, my pleasure. What else do you think of when you hear flat? I think of flathead screwdriver, which you need those. As a carpenter, I no, you don't need those. I hate those. Oh, don't want that. They're the worst type of screw. Do we need them for something? Why do we have? Why? Uh, it was just the first. I think it was just the first kind of screw that was made so kind of stuck around but i hate them because when you use a drill on one it doesn't there's no center point so it'll like get off center and throw your drill all around if you know what i mean when you say throw the drill around sounds that sounds dangerous yeah potentially mostly just annoying because drill would hurt yeah if it got thrown at your head yeah right so you're a carpenter 
I am. If you were to explain carpentry to someone that uh, maybe was hosting a podcast and didn't know much about it, for like for example, right? Hypothetically, um, how would you explain it to them so they understand? Thank you for asking that. A carpenter, as well as installing carpets, uses hammers and nails and wood, basically anything to do with building, minus electrical, plumbing. And roofing. So every part of a house, other than those, I would consider carpentry. That's helpful to know for someone that's hosting a podcast. Yeah, I can build you a podcast house. That would that would want. actually... No, I definitely want that. That would be huge so we could have a house to podcast in. Yeah. But we'd have to get someone else for the roof, sounds like. Yeah, and all of your sound equipment. Sound stuff. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I could make some out of wood, but I don't know if it would work. Perfect. Wouldn't have any electricity. Okay, so nothing to plug it into. But we'd have places to sit. That'd be great. Yep. Yeah. Wood chairs or? Yeah. Only wood. No cushions though. So. Nice. Okay. No Pretty uncomfortable, either. I think. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll look into it. I said yes, but I think. I'm well, you can just... get back to me. Yeah. I have a number. I'll work, I'll just... I can work on giving you a quote. Yeah. Quote would be great. I like, Books, I like quotes from like scientists. Or uh, philosophers. Yeah. Sometimes those don't make as much sense to me because it's philosophical. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like quotes from scientists or um, Star like Wars, Star Wars, some good movies and shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you could send me a couple cool. quotes, that'd be good. Yep. Yeah. I'll watch some movie tonight and send you some new word. Vacuum. Vacuum. Because mm. that's how you spell it. To use is sneaky. Very sneaky, but it's loud. So it's not not that sneaky. Yeah, yeah, vacuums are loud. I don't I don't like to vacuum. That's another thing we have in common. Wow. Add that to the list. Let's let's not vacuum together. Okay, we're doing Sometime. it right now. Well, just some other time. I'm oh, we're busy right now. Designated time to not vacuum together, yeah. Yeah. Maybe next weekend. Um they're really expensive. Vacuums are really expensive. We just bought a vacuum and it cost really expensive. That's a lot. Yeah, I was shocked. And it's one of those things, it's like, you buy a good one now, so you don't pay later. Because if you buy a crappy one now, excuse my language, if you buy a crappy one now, you're going to end up, it's going to break down quicker, and you're going to have to buy another one. And what's that? The cost of both of these crappy vacuums are going to be the same as if you just got a good one in the first place. And it's not going to clean as well the whole time. Right. So, we bought it. It sucks. (laughs) So it does work. Yeah, it works really well. Okay. That's good news. I should say it sucks really well. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for clarifying. We have a good one. I guess, I don't, I just said that it might not be good, but I have a wood floor and whenever I go off of the wood floor onto like a carpet, it makes a really loud buzzing noise. Maybe it's not, maybe it's a bad vacuum. Maybe it sucks. It could be. Yeah, it could suck badly. Yeah, probably. I've maybe vacuumed like two times. In the past week? close i'd probably say five years okay so a little different yeah a little longer but so it's kind of like a biannual thing for you no it wouldn't be i always get that mixed up biannual is two times a year what's once every two years once every two years there's got to be a word for that it's like every two years duo annual what'd you say duo annual that might be it it doesn't sound no, right no, sounds, right off the bat. Sounds but. very wrong. New word. Mark. Like the marker 
that makes one of those circles, like on bingo, that you just do a little dab with. Oh, it's like a little stamp? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's like a, a marker, making a mark. Those are very satisfying to stamp down on the... Yeah, they're just so filled with ink. Mm, they're so inked. Mm-hmm. So inked. They have to inky. be inky. Ink-esque. Are you like a good bingo player? You can be good at bingo, right? Yeah, if you practice, which I, I do a lot. What kind of strategies do you use? Um, usually I will put a mark on the um, the numbers that I have that are called. Gotcha. And the free, do you do the free space too? Yeah. Yeah. That's a big advantage. I usually do the free space like right when I get into the bingo place. Like I don't really, I don't like to waste time. So I'll just do, I'll just mix out the free space right away. I feel like some people forget about it or some people wait till the end and they're like, oh, I missed a bingo because I didn't do the free space. You don't want to be doing that in the middle of someone calling a number. You might miss it. Right. Because you're preoccupied. You're busy doing the free space instead of hearing what the number is that's being called. I also will, um, I I won't look at numbers for the whole day. So I kind of clear my head of numbers. I don't do my taxes on the days that I'm doing bingo. Ooh, no taxes? It's going to confuse, oh, definitely confuse right? me. When you get bingo, do you like stand up? Do you stay seated? How do you express that you have bingo? Do you, do you kind of like put your hand up or... Yeah, I play so often. Um, let me let me think what I normally do. Yeah, yeah it's hard to remember when you play so often. Right, it's almost every day. Yeah, I think I, I just stand up and scream it really loud, just because I'm so proud. Yeah, I can definitely see you doing that. I kind I say in your face instead of bingo or sometimes. Yeah, I'll just I want to rub it in their face that I won. I'm a really poor sport. Yeah, it sounds like it. Thank you so much, Ben. For coming on the podcast, Tangent Land, capital T. Um, it was really great to have you on because it was kind of in a way like having myself on because we have so many similarities. It was like having myself on also. Well, our birthday's coming up in mm-hmm. October. Yeah, that's right around the corner. Yeah, it is. It's a big it's a big corner, so it takes a while to round it, but it's coming. We should at one point do a, con- a conjoined birthday party. Yeah, why haven't we done that? I think we've both just been busy because it's been our birthdays. Do you want to throw... A surprise party for us together? Yeah. For each other? Yeah. We could do it in the same room, but have a curtain down the middle. So I'll just work on one side of your surprise, and then you can work on my side, and we could surprise each other. Yeah. I like that. I'll have no idea it's coming. Same. Yeah, we totally should. And it's going to be October, so we could do like, we could have like a chocolate fountain or something. We could do origami. We could make uh, paper poppers as like party poppers. Oh, yeah. Party poppers. Okay, so like with any episode, we're going to make the outro music together. I'm going to start. I'll definitely join in. So here we go. We're going to make outro music for this episode. Uh, I'm not I'm not even nervous. I haven't been. Tangent Land. Tangent Land. See how I mix it up? Tangent Land. I mixed it up when I heard the beat. Tangent Land. Talking about going on tangents. Talking about going on tangents. Talking about going on tangents. Hypotheticals. Random conversations. Brendan and Ben. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was pretty good.